Ooh. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here to talk about all things pro wrestling. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And a little UFC. That's right, y'all. UFC is uh, UFC 264 this week. If you guys listen to the sports podcast, you guys heard uh, me and Unc talking about it. But I'm going to give you guys my predictions on the full card. The main, Not the full card, the main card. My apologies. Um, you know, it's very important for me to talk about. Um, so let's get into it. UFC 264 is tonight. The main card starts at 10 p.m. Eastern time, like always. Um, the Bantam... Bantam weight. You got Sean O'Malley versus Chris Mutino. Um, you guys know I'm a, I'm a, <clears throat> I'm a big UFC fan, and um, one of the things um I've learned over a short time, I'm a big um Sean O'Ma- Sean O'Malley fan. Um, I like him. I'm not. I like I like Sean O'Malley. He's a, I think he's a he um. He's a f- uh, not a few. Uh, oh, it depends on his performance, you know. But I believe Sean O'Malley can be his champion champion material very, very soon, rather sooner than later, to be honest. And um, I believe Sean O'Malley. I believe he's gonna beat Chris tonight. Um, then you have the women's bantamweight ban- bout. You got Irene Aldana versus. Yana Konesika. I, I, I'm sorry, guys. I got Yana winning. Um, then you got a heavyweight belt between Ty Tuivasa versus Greg Hardy. I believe Greg Hardy is going to win. Then you got Gilbert Burns versus Steven Nelson. I believe Gilbert Burns will win in the welterweight bout. And then that's the co-main event. And then the main event, the lightweight bout, you have Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor. I believe Conor McGregor will, will win by KO. He'll defeat Dustin Poirier. And um, the trilogy will end there, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I believe. I don't know what you guys think. I mean, like, um, you guys comment, whatever. Whatever you guys feel like doing. But that's what, um, that's what I believe will happen. I truly believe that Conor McGregor will win tonight. A lot of people are picking Poirier. A lot of people, which serves right. You know, recently, McGregor, it looks like McGregor's going after the money. But I don't know. Just something about me. McGregor is going to pull this one out. And he's going to um, he's gonna prove everyone wrong once again. All right. Now, let's uh, officially get into some pro wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we got Raw, people. Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw, I'm a, I'm a skim real through it. Like, there's not much to talk about when it comes to Raw. Um, but when we get into NXT, Red American Bash, AEW, Road Rager, um, we have SmackDown as well. And then my AEW Fighter Fest Night 1 prediction. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot to talk about there. But that's because these are great shows. As of as of recently, as of late, Raw has not been great. Raw has not been great, people. So let's uh let's get into it. The Monday Night Raw opens up with Miss TV. You know, they're um Morrison is or you know interviewing everyone. That's gonna be in this in this uh Money in the Bank ladder match from Raw. Um and uh it was weird. It was weird at first it looked decent, but it just kept getting weirder. <laughs> Ricochet and John Morrison. Drew Drew was interesting, it wasn't that bad. Um then you then you have uh Riddle come out. <sighs> AJ Styles was even out there. And I'm wondering why why is AJ Styles out there? I felt like there was no need for it. And it just it, 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 
it rubbed me the wrong way, people. I I didn't enjoy it at all. I, I'm not lying to you guys one bit. I didn't I didn't enjoy it at all. I wasn't a fan of it, not one bit, of the opening segment. You know, where you seen um, <laughs> Riddle get thrown off the ladder, and it was just like, like really, and then the. You know, Drew and Ricochet didn't know if they would if they, if they should help Riddle or not, and it was it was just too much. It was just too much. It, too much for me, at least. Um, I will say though, Drew McIntyre's you know his stories about his ancestors and all this are great. They are phenomenal. I love it. I love it. The only thing I will say that's like. I'm like, uh, what the fuck is this? Would have to be when, you know, with the Launch Nest Monster, you know, Drew was talking about it. This is the sword that took him out. And I was just like, Drew, come on. Now you're doing too much. <laughs> but on, uh, I, I love his stories, though. I do. I do love his stories. Um. So, we had AJ Styles versus Matt Riddle. This time around, Matt Riddle, you know, I criticized him last week for the selling of his of his leg, his foot. This week, he was selling the shit out of his foot. And I loved it. I loved that he was selling his foot, like the injury. And it was um it was good. I, I really did enjoy that he was actually selling it. You know, um lately it's been like it looks like he has an injury, but then it doesn't, you know, last week. Um but this week you could tell like it was bothering him and he was actually selling it and uh, I would imagine the guys backstage had told him, Hey, you gotta sell that more. Hey, for, for, it don't look like you're hurt, you know. Um and he had a very good match with uh with uh, AJ Styles. It was a very good match, you know. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And um the Viking Raiders caused a distraction and then uh which, you know, they were messing with almost and um distracted AJ Styles. Then rolled up AJ Styles then um they didn't roll up AJ Styles. Um Matt Riddle rolled up AJ Styles for the win. So that was good. That 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 was good. Um, you know, obviously the Viking Raiders right now are are a thorn in almost and um AJ Styles behind, and they're gonna have to settle settle this for them tag team titles. Um, which I I would love to see. I'm just happy the Viking Raiders are back. They were out for a minute, and I'm happy to see them guys back and well. Um. Then we had a Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley uh, segment. You know, Charlotte was giving up a medical update. And uh, we all figured it was BS. But Rhea Ripley comes out. But her entrance drove me nuts. And not a good nuts. A very, 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 very bad nuts. I'm, I'm I'm watching Rhea Ripley come out to the ring on a crutch, just like Charlotte Flair did. And Rhea, I could you could tell, like if you're gonna sell something, sell it right. Like she was even hopping up on the on the stairs on her bad leg. It's like that's not how you you fucking sell. That's not how you do it. That's not how you do it. And it was it was just terrible. It was like I understand you're mocking Charlotte or whatever, or you know her her end game, you know what she's doing. But you you, you gotta sell that better, you know? You gotta sell it better. At least like if you're gonna try to go up the stairs or um you you have medical staff or some a referee or somebody come and help you. Like, hey, I can't I can't go up. You know? Cause Last week the story was, you know, the 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 chop block fucked them up. <clears throat> and um I just <laughs> it ain't 
it didn't um, persuade me in any way. Like I don't, I don't know. And then they're having a a crutch fight instead of a sword fight. You're having a crutch fight, and I'm just like, we don't need to see this. We don't. We truly don't. <clears throat> Um, then you had, yeah, Morrison defeat Ricochet via count out. Um, Jax, Basler, Eva Marie, and Piper Niven defeated Nikki Cross, Oscar, Naomi, and Bliss via pinfall. Um, which at the end of the match, he's like, Eva Marie's like, and the winner is Eva Marie, but whatever. Um, Ali defeated Mansoor via pinfall. McIntyre defeated uh, Jinder Mahal via DQ after um after you had Veer. I'm not even gonna try to say their names after Mahal, Mahal's guys interfered. All right, and then uh Mahal stole uh Drew's sword. Um, we'll see what we get, you know, with that. It looks like Drew's going to be going into something on Mahal with that, you know, a program with him. Um, hopefully, he he's this means he won't win the Money in the Bank briefcase. Um, Lucha House Party defeated Mace and T-Bar. Jackson Riker. Jackson Riker, R-Truth, defeat Elias and Cedric Alexander. All right. Um... We we can talk about the main event. We can talk about the main event, people. Of Monday Night Raw. Um, I personally, I enjoyed it. Um, you had Kofi Kingston and, and Xavier Woods battle Bobby Lashley and MVP in the main event. Um, it was a it was a pretty good match. I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty good. Pretty good way to end the show, you know. If they would have ended it with all the other crap that happened in the show, it would have never been as good. Um, maybe if you would have did Riddle and um, if you would have did Riddle and uh, AJ, maybe. But I think this was the the right way to go, and the storytelling of the main event was good. Like the commentators, you know, kept kept the storytelling going, and you know the wrestlers kept doing the same thing, you know, and it was you could tell there was some animosity. Between the two teams. And it, it really was really, really good. It was really good. I, I For my part, I am, I enjoyed it. At least for me, I enjoyed it. Alright. Um, let's move on, though. Like I said, I wasn't going to talk too much about Raw. Because there's not much to talk about. It was just bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. But let's move on to the NXT Raid American Bash Tuesday night. That's right. Um, I did bad on these predictions on NXT Great American Bash and then AEW Road Rager. Um, but, you know, we're going to talk about stuff that went down. We're going to talk about it. I was 1 for 5 on predictions in NXT. AEW, I was 2 for 5. Um, but I, I'm going to... Let's talk. Let's just talk about it. Um, MSK retains against Ciampa and Thatcher. Um, it was a great way to start... NXT Great American Bash. It was a great way to start NXT Great American Bash. A great um, opening match. Great tag team match. I mean, you talk about tag team wrestling. This is this is what it's all about right here. Between these two tag teams. And I want to see it again. I want to see a matchup between these two tag teams again. I want to see it. I do. Um, believe it or not, I... I enjoyed it. I I liked what I seen from from both tag teams, and this this elevates MSK to a to a more elite level. The fact that they were able to work how they worked, you know. Um, so I I truly truly very much was a fan of what I've seen on Tuesday night opening up the show. Um, now. The roll-up to finish. At first, 
I was criticizing it. At first, I was criticizing it. I was like, what the f is this? Why are we getting a roll-up to end the match? As I continue, as I continue to, to sit here and think about it, right? Um, I will say that having the roll-up to finish the show wasn't, wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad as I first had thought it looked. Um, I think it kind of tells a story. You can continue to, you know, if, if NXT wants to continue this rivalry between these two tag teams, they can. You know, Thatcher Chompa come out and say, hey, you guys beat us with a roll-up. Like, come on. Y'all can do better. But not against us. And we we get that rematch. We get that rematch. But, I mean, we'll... We'll see. We'll see. Um, then we've seen Johnny Gargano and Karrion Cross. They come face to face. They come face to face, right? The promos that were that were told were phenomenal. They were phenomenal, amazing. Um, you know, and you you had you had to end it. You hit you see Johnny Gargano say. That carrying cross could wouldn't even be able to lace up his wife's boots, and that sets cross off. And as cross is walking toward Johnny, <laughs> Samoa Joe steps in to make sure nothing happens, right? And they you, you get that face to face again. And it's just like, it's a matter of time that it's only, it's only a matter of time that we get Karen Cross versus Samoa Joe, whether he's champion or not. The people, this is something we're going to get, like the way NXT is building it and like slowly but surely the story of Samoa Joe and Karrion Cross. the match we will get is going to be phenomenal. It, it's going to be amazing, people. Like, believe it or not, like, when these guys, when, when these two men lock horns, it's going to be amazing. And we might see more of it on Tuesday, this Tuesday coming up because the NXT title will be on the line next week with Samoa Joe as the referee. So, yeah. It's going to be interesting. And I'm happy NXT's bringing back, you know, the special guest referee type thing. I I kind of I kind of enjoy it. And it fits well for a rivalry like this and the type of role that Samoa Joe is playing in NXT right now. You know, a regular referee wouldn't be able to contain these two. But a guy like Samoa Joe, that he's, you know... He's able to contain these two. So, yeah. You see an LA Knight defeat Cameron Grimes. So now Cameron Grimes is uh, LA Knight's butler. Um, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark defeated the way for uh, for the uh, NXT Women Tag Team titles. And um, part of it was, part of the reason the way lost was because we seen the return of Tegan Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox returns um distracts the way in a way, no pun intended. 
And um, your Soraya and Zoe Stark are able to take advantage of that. Um, I'm happy to see Tegan Knox back. Um, and uh, we're going to talk more about her later on in the show. Um, obviously, if you guys seen uh, seen more, you guys know. I'm not going to spoil it on the podcast. So, yeah. And then, um, you know, we had the Cypher uh, hit roll. It was great. For some reason, I thought this was going to be a way of somebody interfering, but it wasn't. We seen all of Hit Row shine in this segment, and it was truly, truly, truly amazing. It was beautiful. Um, Dexter Loomis, he uh, after the way lose after the way loses, you seen Dexter Loomis, you seen Dexter Loomis carry Indy Hartwell away. Um, so that story's starting to rebuild again. Um, and, you know, I wish I would get more for Dexter Lumis just besides this love storyline. I truly do. I wish, truly, I don't know if you guys hear on Jay, but he's, or the screaming at Mickey Mouse. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really hope that we get more for for Loomis in the near future. You know, I th- I thought he should have won the North American Championship a few months ago, but hey, it ain't up to me, right? Um Adam Cole defeated Kyle O'Reilly in the main event of NXT Great American Bash. Phenomenal. That's the one prediction I got right. Um <laughs> It was amazing. It was amazing. It was beautiful. Beautiful main event. You know, they they told the story in this match. And they, they continued to. You know, whatever Adam Cole tried to do, O'Reilly knew. Whatever O'Reilly would try to do, Adam Cole knew. Until Adam Cole was able to get one up on O'Reilly. And that was the end of the match. So I enjoyed the match very, very much. It was an amazing match between the two guys. And, uh... Uh, let's see what's next for the two individuals. Um, I don't know. I mean, O'Reilly, no, because you got you got strong potentially in a feud with, with Kushida. Um, I mean, O'Reilly and Cole could go again, but I could also see them going their separate ways. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. Um. We'll see. Maybe we get the one-on-one match between Cole and um, Karrion Cross soon. Um, who knows? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see on Tuesday what's really going to happen. All right. Um, and then we uh, we can move on to... Um, oh, wait. Before I do. I felt like NXT, Great American Bash, they missed out on a lot of opportunities. On a lot. On a lot of opportunities. Um, yes, Rise always start winning. Great. I'm not, I have no problem with that. Um, I would have. I would have loved to see them win on clean. Not that they won dirty, but you know, the Tegan Knox returning. That kind of like was like ugh, really. Tegan Knox could have returned after the match. You know, maybe uh, the way it's attacking you know, Shirai is always start. After they win the titles, and then Tegan not comes out, right? Um, but we've seen that chapter a little bit too much. Um, Cole O'Reilly have no problems with LA Knight losing to Grimes. I mean, LA Knight beating Grimes. I'm not a fan of it. I think, I don't know, something about LA Knight, you know, we all hear these things where he's like, kind of looks a little, he does a little too much trying to personate the rock and stone cold and uh he just he's not it for me right now right now he's he's just not it for me i would have loved to see grimes win the title um on tuesday but he didn't he didn't um that would have been kind of a cool like whoa we did not see this coming kind of moment um and msk msk defeating champa and thatcher i wish Kind of, it would never ended up in a roll up, or if it did, you know, 
you could add Chompa and Thatcher beat up the champs after they retained the titles. Kind of have that story keep on going. Because really, we don't know if that story is going to keep on continuing. Because we don't know what's going to happen now on Tuesday. But we'll find out eventually. Um, we'll find out eventually. Alright, we can... Uh, we can move on to AEW Road Rager. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. AEW Road Rager. Um, Cody defeated QT Marshall in the strap match. Um, I like... It was a, a great opening match. Great opening match. Um, You've you seen Interference. There was a story behind it. There was a story behind it. You know, how QT, you know, he's been in this business a long time and now he's finally in and on television and stuff like that. So you got a story of that. Um, you see the, the Nightmare family in the factory brawl outside the ring. Dustin Rose, Aaron Solo, and Nick Camarado. You know, and then towards the end, you've seen... QT Marshall spit on the neck of Cody Rhodes. And that made Cody go crazy. So, yeah. The ultimate disrespect. But yeah, Cody defeated him. And then um, you had um, the Dark Order and the Good Brothers and Omega. Um, they brawled and then... Um, but then, as um, the Good Brothers and Omega had taken out the whole, all of Dark Order, out came Adam Hangman Page. Cowboy shit. That's right. This is some cowboy shit. As it looks like Omega has his next challenger and Adam Hangman Page. And I'd have to say, Don Callis and Omega, whatever you want to say about him. Their promos were amazing. Amazing, people. I, I have to say it. I got to be the one here to just say it right now, right here. Their promos, I enjoyed very much. Um, and, it, it, you know, it, it kind of told the story. You know, you, you hear Don Callis. Let me see. If I can rephrase this right, saying, real men don't quit, they get fired. You see um, Don Callis saying, we know what you really want, and we'll get that for you, and then out came the Dark Order and all that, and uh, that stare down between Kenny and former tag team partners, Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page. It's going to be amazing. People. It's going to be phenomenal. Like this match between these two. These guys already have a story. Especially, and even more of a story now. You know, He's a Dark Order. Kenny Omega has hit the Good Brothers. Don Callis. The Young Bucks. And all of them. Um, yeah. The, man. You can have a match with them right this Wednesday. And they'll tear the house down. Now, it hasn't been announced when. Hopefully, they do it for AEW All Out. But that that is in like all end of August or beginning of September. So, they might they might want to do it um, for uh, maybe Fighter Fest Night 2. Um, but we'll see. I mean, if, if they're going to make this match... I think they got to give the championship to Adam Hangman Page, people. I think it's time. I, man, I think it's time that Adam Hangman Page wins the AEW World Championship. I truly think it's that time, people. And there's really no better time than right now. All right. Um, We also have uh, Darby Allin and Ethan all ego page um you know you heard the story 
um, this Wednesday when uh, Paige was talking about helping um, Darby get to AEW, um, you know, before he got to AEW, you know, they talk about all of that. And in that situation, Darby really stood quiet, you know. You know, Darby has said, yeah, you're just jealous of me because I got here first before you, even though you've been in the business for 12, 13, 14 years. I, I got here in, in a year and I've done more than you've done in 12 years than I've done in and then, uh, let me see, uh, Darby Allen said, I did more in a year than you've done in 12 years in your pro wrestling career. And then, you know, obviously Paige was like, well, you got here because of me and all this. And I'll tell you what, this coffin match, the intensity between these two, JR selling it, saying, you know, I, I'm all for the wrestling business. I'm all for the rivalries, for the blood and guts. But you guys are talking about taking each other's lives now. And that scares me. You know, that, that was put, when he said that, that it went over the top. Like, it was amazing. It was phenomenal. I loved it. And, um, I man, I, I tell you what, guys, I can't wait for this. I cannot wait for this. This match that we're going to get is going to be phenomenal. I keep saying phenomenal a lot on this podcast today, huh? But truly, like, AEW, everything they did on Wednesday is to- leaning towards Fighter Fest night in one, night two. Like, everything they're doing, everything they're doing to get prepared for this pay-per-view, for this show slash pay-per-view, is going to be amazing. Um, <clears throat> and then the pinnacle defeated the inner circle. Tony Blanchard, he, um, the strike, the ref, um, so the pinnacle could get the win. Um, pretty good tag team match. Um, could have got more from it. Could have got more from it, but hey. It's all good because the rivalry between the Pinnacle and the Inner Circle is not over yet. Um, and then as as Jericho was coming out, MJF was already there. Was he? I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. MJF was already there. Jericho comes out. He's in the ring hearing the fans singing his song. And um, a fan tries to come in. Fan tries to come in. He gets punched by Jericho. Um, man, phenomenal, phenomenal. I said I keep saying it again. I keep saying it again, people. But no, it truly. It was very good. It was very good. Um, we've seen. Jericho punch a fan. You see MJF say, any more fans want to get in here, we'll beat your ass. And then <laughs> Jericho says, I should have let that fat bastard come in here and beat your ass to MJF. And uh, just phenomenal. And then the story, the promos these guys put. It's amazing. When these two guys get together, even when they're just alone, they're just amazing. You know, Jericho saying he's the god of war. You can bring whoever you want. I'm gonna kick their ass, and man, and it's kind of it's gonna be similar, which Jericho agreed to it. It's gonna be similar to what when it's going to be similar to when we had Jericho and the Moxley feud, and Moxley had to go through all the inner circle, uh, all. Inner circle members then got Jericho. Well, Jericho was gonna have to kind of do the same thing, but he's gonna have to do it in one night. So that's gonna be very, very interesting. And I believe this is the final chapter in their feud. I believe this is gonna be the end all be all. And um, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see who wins. Man, I, I, I'll tell you what. Dr. Brooke Baker, DMD, whether she's backstage, whether she's on a ramp, whether she's at the doctor's office, in the ring, no matter where she, Tony Khan's office, she is phenomenal. The promo she did on Nyla and Vicky and on Tony Khan for Rubble getting injured, amazing. People, this girl is the future of women's pro wrestling. She might be the best women's wrestler. She has it all in women's pro wrestling right now. I don't think there's anybody on top of 
I I can truly say that without regretting it. I when I look at Dr. Baker DMD, there's really nobody close to her right now. Not Charlotte Flair. I can't put Sasha Banks in there because she hasn't been around since WrestleMania. Bailey, not Bailey. Um, really, there's really no Rhea Ripley. No, there's nobody close to what Dr. Brooke Baker is doing right now. Really, there really is not even Bianca Belair. Like it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I would say Bianca Belair is like a second as of right now, you know. So, you got that. Um, Andrade El Idolo defeated Matt Seidel. A physical match, but it was kind of really a squash match. And um, it was all Andrade. And then um, he attacked Seidel after the match. So, that happened. And then... um. But, you know, it's his debut. They're going to push this man to the moon. So, this is the perfect way to do it. The, really, the only way you could do it. Um, Malachi Black debuts in AEW. He takes out Arn Anderson and Cody Rhodes. And if you guys don't know who Malachi Black is, ladies and gentlemen, let me remind you, he is the husband of Zelina Vega. He is Alistair Black. That's right. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Malachi Black, he has returned. And he's still selling the eye gimmick and all that. I mean, it's it's cool. I don't have a problem with it. I've seen a lot of other people having a problem with it. I don't. Um, you know, I the, the way the fans jumped when the lights came back on, because the lights went off for, for a minute. And then the lights come back on, and you see him standing in the ring. The fans went nuts. The fans went nuts. Like, like, it wasn't expected. And I, I'll be real with you. It wasn't. After Zelina, Zelina Vega shows up on WWE SmackDown last week on Friday... Everybody kind of is like, all right, Alistair's probably going to end up going back to WWE or whatever. Or he's, you know. But no, he shows up on AEW Road Rager. He shows up and he makes a statement. Not only by taking out Cody Rhodes, he takes out Arn Anderson. It This just shows you the levels that Malachi Black will go in AEW. And this is just a little little appetizer. Not even a little appetizer. It's like a little piece of bread, a crumb on the table of what he's going to do in AEW. Not only him, Andrade, another one. Andrade and Idolo. These two are the futures of pro wrestling. Um, Starks and Cage, they start getting personal. And their feud for this week coming up when the FTW Championship will be on the line at Fighter Fest Night 1. Um, you know. <laughs> Starks made a comment about Cage's wife. You know, he was like, you know, the FTW, we have the FTW Championship on the line. And, you know, we all know what the W stands for in the title. And he said wife. And, uh... <laughs> Brian Cage took out the security guard that Ricky Starks had, and he was incest. He was upset. He wanted to kick Starks' ass like it's never been kicked before, and we might see that this Wednesday. Um, Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander defeat the Bunny and the Blade. And then uh, Lance Archer. Lance Archer takes out Dan Lambert after bashing... After Dan Lambert was bashing uh, today's pro wrestling and AEW, Lance Archer comes out, takes out um, <laughs> Dan Lambert, and um, Amanda Nunez and um, and Jorge Masvidal. All they could do is a uh, look. I th- I don't think they wanted to 
get in the ring with Lance Archer anyways? Probably not. I mean, the man, the man's a monster. The man is a motherfucking beast. Like, come on now, guys. <laughs> I can get into the ring with Yeah, crazy. Um, we also had <sighs> the Young Bucks defeat Penta, Penta and Kingston. A phenomenal match. Um, we seen a brawl, though, between Brent, you know, Brandon Cutler tried to get involved, the Good Brothers, and the Elite Hunter, Kazarian, even the odds by taking all of them out. Brandon Cutler and the Good Brothers. It was it was a great main event, though. A great main event. Great way to finish the show. It, it finished with, you know, um, who was it? I want to say it was Kingston. But they both got some thumbtacks. But one of them got them in, in the mouth. And I know you're like, whoa, whoa, in the mouth. What the hell happened there? <laughs> yeah, people, in the mouth. That's right, in the mouth. Um, I'm trying to remember who it was, though. Um, yes, Kingston. It was Kingston. The champions, the Young Bucks, put thumbtacks in Kingston's mouth and blasted him with a super kick for the victory. Phenomenal match. People. Amazing. Amazing. Like. Just. The match these guys had. Like. There were so many moments. I'm like. Oh my god. It's over. It's over. And nope. It's still going. And they, they, they just tore down the house. All these guys. And um. I mean. You, you got to give it to them. Like the way they were able to tell a story. And. And then you get other guys involved, you know, outside. And we know that people are going to get involved. It's a street fight. And um, and it's the Young Bucks versus Eddie Kingston and Penta. And, uh, and yeah, it's just, wow. Got to give it to them. You got got to give it to them. Um, <clears throat> I think this people, they hit it on all cylinders. They did all cylinders. I mean, and there was a lot of segments in the two hours. Like I said on the video I posted on, on my social media, there was a lot of segments in these two hours. A lot of segments. They had matches. They had, I'm going to count them right now. They had one. They had one, two, three, um, four. They had five matches. And they had six segments. That's like a three-hour people. That's like a three-hour show. Like, come on. And they were able to fit all of that in two hours. This is what I mean when I say AEW is right now the biggest thing, the best thing in pro wrestling right now. Well, you know, you got SmackDown, you got NXT, don't get me, they're all in that cycle. But, like, people, two hours, and they got all this in there. It's, it's amazing. Five matches, six segments, and all segments were good. The only one you got to be like, eh, is the Dan Lambert, but... It is what it is. Ain't, no, nothing, ain't nothing wrong with it. It was very enjoyable. Very good. Um, so we had SmackDown. We move on to SmackDown. Last night. Alright. You had a Roman Reigns promo. Very, very good promo from Roman Reigns. Not very good. Very great. We seen Jey Uso return. I figured out Jey Uso was the one that, that was gone. You know, I was confused about that last week. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Um, Jay Uso was the one he he returned. Um, there was some realism, you know, as you guys know, over the over this week, uh, J Jimmy Uso had gotten arrested. Um, he showed up yesterday on, on SmackDown too, and also um, hopefully she gets well, she gets better very very soon. That is Bailey. Bailey is out for about nine months. Um, they said an ACL injury. I don't know if that's totally correct. Hopefully, hopefully it is. Um, you know, 
Like, they're not just playing around with injuries. If they are, though, this is taking this heel Bailey to another level. But could you imagine the dumb people at Money in the Bank? Let's say Bianca Belair retains against Carmella Friday night. And then you have Bailey take out Liv Morgan, enters the Money in the Bank ladder match, wins it, and then cashes it in on Bianca Belair. Phenomenal. <laughs> But no, uh, I think she's legitimately injured, and she's going to be out for quite a while, nine months, almost a year, people. Um, But yeah, Um, so Jay returns, and then, you know, they all get together, and, and Jay's like, hey, Jimmy, I need you to do right. I need you to be good. We need to be together. Roma's like, it's all about us. We need to be together as a family. And they, they hug it out and they hug and, you know, the bloodline is um officially formed. I think this was the best opportunity, the best way to 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 do it. You know, they probably wanted to wait later and and later on. But I think right now is the best time to do it. Um, I mean, you've seen... You've seen that... When, how do I say this? You know, you've seen it in Roman, you've seen it in Jay, you've seen it in Jimmy. That this there was realism into this promo right here, realism. Like right now, Jimmy Uso is vulnerable. We need to be here for him, but we also need to be here for each other because we are the bloodline. He's the tribal chief. Whatever he says goes. Let's do it, and that's exactly what the storyline has been all along. But they really spit some realism into yesterday, especially with the Jimmy Uso, you know, being arrested and all that. Um, all right. So we also had um, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. He um they they get um Corbin Baron Corbin's Mercedes from the auction, and then um King Nakamura defeated Baron Corbin. To advance to the Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, commentary between Big E, Michael Cole, and um, Pat McAfee was phenomenal. You see Pat McAfee soaking his feet in there. And the <laughs> getting his feet, uh, getting like a, a pedicure or whatever. That was amazing. It was amazing. Um, what else do we have? Um, we seen the debut of Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox. They defeated the women champs. Natalia and Tamina um, in a tag match, non-title match, um, but they could be the next uh, contenders for those titles as they have made their as they have made their um, debut to the to the blue brand. Um, well, um, Sonya Deville came out and announced that Carmella will replace Bailey due to injury, and next week Bianca Belair will defend her title against Carmella. At um on SmackDown instead of at Money in the Bank, and then uh Liv Morgan would take Carmella's spot in the Money in the Bank ladder match. You know, a few weeks ago when Liv Morgan beat Carmella, I thought Liv Morgan was in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Nope, Carmella was still in it. Um, but Liv Morgan's officially in it, so maybe I could re- I I could tell the future. I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, she'll be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Um. And it seems like they're kind of pushing Liv Morgan. This may be a teaser, but it looks like they're kind of pushing Liv Morgan. So I wouldn't be surprised if she would to win the Money in the Bank ladder match uh, next Sunday. And then um, you see in a video package of Tony Storm as she is making her as, as she's making her debut to SmackDown. All it says is Tony Storm to SmackDown coming soon. Um. So, Seth Rollins defeated Cesaro in a very phenomenal match. At one point, the turnbuckle, uh, the, the pad, had came off, right? And um, it had came off, and at one point, Rollins used it on Cesaro, and it busted Cesaro wide open. And KO, Kevin Owens calls out, because he was on commentary, doing a phenomenal job. He did a phenomenal job on commentary, and he calls out the ref about it. Like, shouldn't the ref put the, the, the pad back on? And it's like, yeah. 
Like, even if it's a spot, even if you're going to use it for a spot. I remember, what was it? Here comes the pain, the video game. I remember I used to take off the turnbuckle, the padding, and the ref will put it right back on. And I would have to take it off, then use it, or take it off, then knock out the ref, then use it. It was like, yeah, it's common sense. You Ref, you got to put the pad back on. If not, somebody's going to lose an eye or something. <laughs> I, it was, oh, my God. Things like this, I just, I just don't get people. I just, it's common sense. Like, ref, do your fucking job. Because even there, you could have did something. Let's say Cesaro was getting the upper hand, but the ref sees the turnbuckles. Turn, turnbuckle pad is an arm. He could go, while he's putting the turnbuckle pad back on, he can, uh, you know, Rollins goes for a low blow or something. Or something, maybe a poke to the eye. Or maybe this is a spot where you take out the ref, and the ref gets knocked out. And then Rollins uses the turnbuckle pad on um on Cesaro, something like that, something like that, because I remember one time I used to, I did that, and then I hit one, a wrestler with, and he got busted open, and the referee called the DQ on me, I don't know, maybe it was a glitch, I don't know what it was, but yeah, but it was, it was a great match, it was great, Rollins did defeat Cesaro, and Rollins is going on to the Money in the Bank ladder match, I would have much rather it been Cesaro, but you're kind of telling a story with Edge and uh, and Rollins as well. As they, you know, Rollins was hype. He had a backstage segment with uh, Caleb Braxton. And uh, he was he was hype about it. And then Edge came out and said, yeah, I remember 2014. So uh, it looks like we might be getting something there after our Money in the Bank, which we all knew we would get eventually. Um... And then to end to end SmackDown, you see an Edge call out Roman one on one, and uh, Roman told the Usos, "I'll go out there alone. Don't worry about it." But the Usos had this feeling that it was a setup, so um, the Usos come out. Roman's upset. Roman's like, "I got this." He was one on one, and as uh, Roman and Edge are going at it, you see the Mysterios come out, hit uh, the Usos with chair shots. Um, they're fighting him, but the Usos do find them off, and then, uh, but Edge takes out Roman, Edge took out Roman, but then, and, and, and those defining moments, the Usos are on Edge, but the Mysterios get back on the Usos, 619 them, Edge does, uh, the pipe, you know, thing, he did a Roman at WrestleMania, they didn't make a, a name for that thing, <laughs> And, um, yeah, he did it to Jay and Jimmy. And, uh, Roman just watched from the stage. So, uh, we'll see what happens next week. Right now, Edge has Roman Reigns' number. The Raider Door Superstar has the Tribal Chief's number. And, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the Tribal Chief responds next week. You know, as we're getting closer and closer to Money in the Bank, which is, uh, next Sunday. Not tomorrow, next Sunday, people. That's right. And don't forget, this Friday night, we'll be getting fans back. It's going to be interesting now that they took off Bianca Belair versus, you know, they since they put Bianca Belair versus Carmella at on SmackDown this Friday, could we see the Mysterios versus the Usos at Money in the Bank for them tag team titles? That, that's going to be interesting to see if they, if they move forward with that. It truly will. Alright, so we have AEW Fighter Fest Night 1 predictions, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. Um, we have Brian Cage versus Ricky Starks for the FTW Championship. I believe Ricky Starks is going to win the championship. I believe Ricky Starks is going to win the FTW Championship. But here's the problem, and here's the reason why. I think Team Taz is going to turn on Brian Cage because Ricky Starks said some interesting things saying how Brian Cage isn't a team player and uh, he needs to learn that Ricky Starks is going to teach him that. Well, could Team Taz take that in consideration and just say, you know what, we're going with Ricky Starks. So I'm going to go with Ricky Starks to win the FTW Championship. Then you got Ethan All-Ego Page versus Darby Allin in the coffin match. Man, Darby Allen's name is a coffin. He is with the guy that probably should be in a coffin, and that is Sting. 
And so Darby Atlas should probably be in the coffin as well as he is the daredevil. So I'm going to go with Darby Allen to win this coffin match. Then you got John Moxley versus Carl Anderson in the IWGP United States Championship match. That's right. John Moxley has been gone since Renee Young gave birth to their first child. I'm going to say John Moxley. And supposedly, John Moxley's bald now. So that's an interesting look. <laughs> um, but I believe John Moxley will successfully defend his IWGP champion, United States Championship. I believe he'll beat Carl Anderson. And then uh, you got Christian Cage versus Matt Hardy, 23 years in the making. I believe I'm going to go with Matt Hardy to win. I think Matt Hardy's going to win. And I believe um, the feud ain't going to be over just one more match. No, 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 no. It's going to take a few matches. But Matt Hardy wins the first one. And then you got Penelope Ford versus Yuka Sakazaki. I believe Penelope Ford will win. I believe Penelope Ford will win, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, those are my predictions for AEW Fighter Fest Night 1. Um, this was the recap for Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Great American Bash, and AEW Fighter Fest, ladies and gentlemen. Um, now I'm going to give you, ladies and gentlemen, who went up and who went down this week. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, who went down this week? Who went down? This week would have to be Jimmy Uso. Jimmy, you got to get your life straight, brother. Got to, you know, you drink, call an Uber, call a taxi, call it whatever. Or just drink at home. None of this nonsense. The WWE, the fans, we need you. The Usos, the tribal chief Roman Reigns needs you. So come on, brother. Get right. Get straight. Enough of this BS. All right, and then who went up this week? That's the air freshener guys, just so y'all know. Y'all have heard it a few times in the podcast. But who went up this week would have to be AEW and Malachi Black. That's right, for debuting with AEW, and now he is all elite. That is right, ladies and gentlemen, all elite, baby. All elite, that's right. Malachi Black, that's right. He is all elite. And, uh, well, he's already made his presence known in AEW. And he's just going to continue to make his presence known. Just think about it. Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black. Get, I want it. I want it now. Let's get it, people. All right. And then we have... Show of the week. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Show of the week. You had Raw. <clears throat> Sorry, Raw ain't even in the top five. Show of the week. It's not going to Raw for pill poor piss of a show. <sighs> NXT, the Great American Bash, was even the second best show of the week. Sorry, it has to go to SmackDown as the second best show of the week. NXT Great American Bash was great. But what we've seen on SmackDown, SmackDown really has been pushing it these past two weeks as fans are about to get back into it. So I got to give it to... Not, I'm not giving it to NXT the Great American Bash. Even though I had, they had tremendous segments, tremendous, paper, uh, tremendous pay-per-view. I'm not giving it to SmackDown, people. Even though I think Roman Reigns, Edge, Usos, and uh, the Mysterios, you've seen uh, Baron Corbin still going through it, you know. Um, now we're Liv Morgan's in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Carmelo will challenge B- Bianca Belair for SmackDown Tag Team, for SmackDown Women's Championship this Friday coming up. Even though all that great stuff happened, that's not it. AEW, Road Rager. This past Wednesday is my show of the week. And why? You got Malachi Black debuting in AEW. Chris Jericho and MJF delivering knockout promos. 
looks like the trilogy between Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier. You have freaking, you had um the phenomenal main event between the Young Bucks and Penta and um Eddie Kingston. You got announced John Moxley versus Carl Anderson for the IWGP United States Championship. Britt Baker, the best woman in pro wrestling right now, threw a bomb fire of a promo at Tony Khan, Nyla Rose, and Vicky Guerrero, and so much more. Come on. That strap match. Come on, y'all. So this week, show of the week goes to AEW Road Ranger. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. All right. This is Husband, Father, 3, 2, 1, Podcaster. This is the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. And have fun watching UFC 264. Have fun watching this upcoming week of pro wrestling. Maybe not raw. We'll see. Hopefully we do. And I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.